Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, six minutes after the top of the hour, and my telephone number eight seven seven Bob Live. Eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. If nothing else, American politics <clears throat> very entertaining. I mean, I mean, very entertaining. Oh my goodness, my goodness! So much going on. Uh, the uh, Senate campaign here in Ohio is really beginning to be very interesting. And uh, it's about time to have J.D. Vance back on. Uh, he has indicated he'd like to come back on the program, and I'd love to have him back. Uh, Tim Ryan won't come on. Uh, but anyway, uh, Tim Ryan, his commercials, I think, are the nuttiest, some of the nuttiest commercials I've ever seen. Have you have you seen the Tim Ryan commercial where he's throwing the football at TVs? And the tagline is, I still got it. What do you mean you still got it? You played football in high school. Not a particular star, and he's throwing footballs at TVs. TVs have different images, and he throws and destroys the TV. And then he says, I still got it. Who are you appealing to? And then he went on a Twitter fest uh, Saturday. Now, many of you know, uh, Donald Trump was in Ohio for a J.D. Vance rally on Saturday evening. A lot of people thought, well, that's strange. That's weird. That's Ohio State football and Toledo. Two Ohio schools playing in an Ohio. There's nothing more important than football. And J.D. Vance is having a rally with Donald Trump on a football night? Uh, Why not? You're talking about the former president of the United States. His schedule is not exactly really open if that's the only time he could come. Well, no big deal. But anyway, Tim Ryan went on a Twitter rampage throughout the game. Hey, what a pass, J.D. Oh, you weren't at the game. Uh, What a play, J.D. Oh. You weren't at the game. Tim Ryan made a huge deal that J.D. Vance was not at the Buckeye football game. Now, what does that have to do with being a senator in the United States Senate? What does that have to do with being a legislator? In fact, what does it have to do with anything? He made a huge thing out of it. Twitter, tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. Hey, J.D., too busy to come to the game. Hey, 
J.D., don't you know that Saturday is football day in Ohio? Hey, J.D., okay? Now, that's ridiculous. It's so so childish and unimportant. But here's the clincher. Tim Ryan wasn't at the football game either. He was officiating at a wedding for a friend. Now, I don't know how he could officiate. I, You know, uh, he's not an ordained minister. I don't know. But he was officiating at a wedding. For, he didn't go to the game either. And I, and I just want to say this, and this could change. Uh, because J.D. Vance has a lot of people talking in his ear. A lot of advisors. So far, his campaign ads, I think my personal opinion, have been great. Uh, They have gone after Tim Ryan for valid things. The best one he's had, he shows a video clip of Tim Ryan uh, condemning police, in his own words. And at the end, J.D. Vance says, Hey, Tim, fight the bad guys, not the police. Great, great ad. Great, great ad. Going after your appointment, but you're not your opponent, but you're not vicious. I hope it stays that way. I hope through the primary season, the other Republicans who were running against J.D. Vance went nasty, dirty. You may remember that. Uh, J.D. didn't, and I hope he doesn't this time. But anyway, here's the one that takes the cake, and it's not Ohio. It's up in Michigan. A Michigan Democrat, her name is Hillary Scholten, S-C-H-O-L-T-E-N. She is running for Congress, and obviously her opponent is a Republican. She just released her latest campaign TV ad. And in the TV ad, she says, and by the way, it shows her with her family, seated around this little table, little table. And she says, times are tough. And like most Michigan families, we're making do with less and making things last longer. You ready for this? When she says that, the camera pans down to her son wearing sandals repaired with duct tape. I'm not making it up. Go go to go to the internet, go to YouTube. Campaign ad for Hillary Scholten, S C H O L T E N. Times are tough. And like most Michigan families, we're making do with less and making things last longer. And it shows a picture of her son's feet with sandals held together with duct tape. And then an image of a window air conditioner unit turned off. A window air conditioning unit turned off, indicating that they are so poor they can't afford central air, and all they have is a cheap window unit, and they've got it turned off. Times are tough, and like most Michigan families, we're making do with less and making things last longer. (laughs) Poor woman! Oh, my goodness. And when we looked a little deeper into it, 
Well, no wonder her child is wearing sandals held together by duct tape, and she can't afford to turn on the air conditioner because she only earned $200,000 last year for being an immigration attorney for a Grand Rapids law firm. Yes, she only made $200,000. I wonder how she could get by. Oh, and well, then there's her husband, who is a professor at a local university and received thousands and thousands of dollars in consulting fees while earning a full salary as a professor at a local university. Does this woman think the people of Michigan are this stupid? Evidently, she's hoping they are. Oh, my goodness. A woman making $200,000 a year, married to a husband who is a professor and showing her son with sandals held together by duct tape. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like I said, some of the uh, some of the uh, campaigns are quite entertaining. We, we just hope these people don't get elected. We hope, we pray. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I knew it was bad, but I uh, honestly, 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 I didn't know it was this bad. What am I talking about? The history of Margaret Higgins. Yeah, you probably never heard of Margaret Higgins. You've heard of Margaret Sanger. Yes, the uh, founder of the modern abortion family planning movement, the founder of Planned Parenthood. She was an evil, wicked woman. I mean, she was. And the the amazing thing is that this information has been out there for years. It's just everybody has ignored it. And if a Christian or a conservative tried to dig it up, well, that's probably not true. You know, you just you're just fanatics. You know? the uh, the information now is so available that even Planned Parenthood can't deny it any longer. Uh, that's why they have stopped giving out the Margaret Sanger Award. No more. No, 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 no. They're not going to give out the Margaret Sanger Award anymore. Uh, That's why many of the major Planned Parenthood centers, uh, led by New York, I believe uh, that New York is the largest Planned Parenthood in America, they have removed all mention of Margaret Sanger. They had Margaret Sanger on the side of their building. That's gone. Uh, there was no mention of Margaret Sanger in their promotional material. They have tried to completely remove any connection with Margaret Sanger, which leads me to ask the question that I've asked many times. Why don't the recipients 
of the Margaret Sanger Award, now that we know what a wicked, evil, racist, bigoted, white supremacist she was, why don't the recipients of the award give it back and apologize? Like Nancy Pelosi? Hillary Clinton? Now think about how weird and bizarre this is. Planned Parenthood themselves issued a statement a few months ago. If you were listening, I read it to you. Planned Parenthood themselves were forced to address this. And Planned Parenthood admitted, yeah, she was a racist, and yeah, she did some really bad things, and yeah, we, uh, you know, we're a little embarrassed now that everybody knows what a woman she was, and and uh, we're going to distance ourselves from her. We're not going to be referring to Margaret Sanger anymore. They were forced to do that, even Planned Parenthood. And yet these very visible leaders, political leaders and abortion leaders, to my knowledge, none of them have returned their Margaret Sanger Award and distanced themselves from it. The reason I brought this up, and I'm assuming that Jeff will post it or probably already has it posted, Life News. It's an excellent website, lifenews.com. It is a decidedly pro-life website. Good stuff, good information, trustworthy. Uh, Yesterday, they had an excellent piece. It's five pages long. The White Supremacist History of Margaret Sanger, Marie Stopes, and the Abortion Movement. Uh, They uncover things that I did not know. Um, She developed a feminist newspaper called The Woman Rebel, and the motto of her newspaper, No Gods, No Masters. No Gods, No Masters. And in her feminist newspaper, she promoted prostitution, Abortion, birth control. Um, She came into conflict with U.S. authorities for her violation of American obscenity laws. Uh, Because of her legal problems, she had to flee to to Great Britain for a time. Uh, She was in England for a time uh, because she was in legal trouble here. Uh, it is just, it is bad, 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 bad. Um, it is, I knew her history was bad. I had no idea it was this bad. It's an excellent piece. The White Supremacist History of Margaret Sanger, Marie Stopes, and the Abortion Movement. Uh, check it out on our Facebook page and on Twitter. Uh, before the break, we're going to go to Mark in Columbus. Hey, Mark, how are you today? Uh, Good. How are you doing? It's uh, a beautiful day out here. I wouldn't know. Uh, so, um, but it's going to storm. At least that's what ah, they say. Ah, don't believe it. Nah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So this woman, this Margaret Sanger, she would have been a perfect Democrat. It sounds like. Uh, she would have. 
I mean, wow, there there couldn't have been a, a more uh, fitting person for their uh, just the way that they portray themselves, for goodness sakes. Except and and I, whole... I think that's why Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton have not returned their Margaret Sanger Awards because yeah. their philosophy is so closely in tune with Margaret Sanger. Right. Right. And, you know, but then I was also thinking that this, uh, speaking of in tune, but that they're trying to pretend it's not, the fact that she was a white supremacist also jives with a lot of the uh, the Democrats that, you know, that, that up until, you know, just a few couple decades ago, there were a lot of white supremacists in the Democrat Party. And, you know, there still are white supremacists that are Democrats, just like there are white supremacists that are Republicans. But, you know, they're the Democrat Party is all to make Republicans out to look like well, the white supremacist party. Let, and that's yeah, not let's true. not forget it was the Democrats that opposed the Civil Rights Act. Yeah. It was not right. Republicans. It was the Democrats. Absolutely. Um, it's, just, it's just inconvenient for them. You know, they, they, yeah. they hope it's under the rug. Yeah, right, right. Well, and it has been swept under the rug, and that's why yeah. we're trying to do our best to expose it to the to the light of day. Hey, Mark, there good to go. talk to you. Coming up on a break. Always good All to right, talk thanks. to you. Thanks for the call. Likewise. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Now, hey, we have liberal pro-abortion people in our audience. And I'm glad you're there. Now, let me say this. If you can refute what I have said about Margaret Sanger, the foundations of Planned Parenthood, I would love to hear from you. I won't interrupt you. I'll allow you to give your information. Let's talk about it. I would love that. 